0: this is the detroit is different podcast network the culture of an american classic city tune in weekly to the piper carter podcast with piper carter for a conscious take on music arts politics and fashion the founder of we found hip-hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience you're listening to the piper carter podcast on the detroit is different podcast network
1: I sit back, reminisce, rolling L's up, think about life, contemplating the meaning of mine. You ever wonder why you're here now? Why the world's so small in this cosmic hemisphere? How the planets all connect with the sun? You better live life, you only get one. You choose the red pill or the blue pill. Life can't be a movie, man, I swear it's too real. I'm walking on a tight rope in the city of despair, trying to find hope. Here, dreams get killed and they die slow. Everybody walking around with their mind closed. But mine is open, call uh, it ajar jar. I shine light, call me a star I'm from a whole different constellation It's the journey, not the destination Some call
2: it music Some
1: call it music.
2: Some call it thinking, Some call it thinking. Come for me doing Come for me doing Play for my speakers Play for my speakers Let it vibe, let it ride, let it play in your mind As you play off the tracks, just rewind it
1: back Let it vibe, let it ride, uh, let it play in your
2: mind as Listen, as you track, listen Past bad decisions, I'm feeling. Change more losing than I will win it. Off in the time, seen grinning, laughing the divisions Time pass, days move like minutes. Lemonade and dry gin, hotter than July. Clear my mind thoughts from my third eye. From the side, see double when cry. As I take my last sip in my ice, dry. Taking spirits and spiritual. Blessing bottles, taking shots, that's ritual. Think you know me because we met in the physical? With my body just a vessel till I'm a ghost. Memory brought back and travel over my drift off captains and Coca-Cola. I don't understand much and I'm little knowing As I seek out beauty in what I'm beholding. Something is subtle, something is better. And I feel both are irrelevant. Just if I much through intelligent, what you know and don't share, that's negative. Some call it music. Some call it music. Some call it thinking. Come call it thinking. Come for me doing. Come for me doing. The art of
1: expression, impression, like John Coltrane. Some
2: call it thinking.
1: Consciously creating everything
2: from my right brain. Come for me, doing. I'm walking and talking. There's something so special about it. Play for my speakers. I need it,
1: I breathe it, I promise I can't live without
2: it. Some call it music. Some call it music. Some call it thinking. Some call it thinking. Come for me doing. Come for me doing. It. Play for my speakers. Play for my speakers. Let it vibe, let it ride, let it ride. Some quality thinking, Some call it thinking. Come for me doing, come, do come for me doing. Play for my speakers, play for my speakers. Let it vibe, let it ride, let
1: it play in your mind as you play out the tracks, just to it back. Let it vibe, let it ride, let it play in your mind as you play out the tracks, just to it back.
3: Welcome back to the Piper Carter podcast. You are listening to Piper Carter with my amazing co-host, Brittany Piper. Yes, you're so sweet. Oh, I'm not really. But I- <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Pipe? Ah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm just really excited about the show that's coming up on March 3rd.
0: I'm even more excited. I'm kind of jealous that the world of Instagram got... A little taste of the band before me.
3: Really? But I'm not gonna com- to you. I'm not
0: gonna complain because I still got to see it. I can't believe I didn't it. It was it so here. I wanna say the F word. I wanna say it. Sorry, mom. Oh. Fucking awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was an experience. Yeah. I'm I'm getting excited. Oh my goodness. That was Joy to We're three. gonna have so much fun. So much fun. We're just gonna be a huge jam session. And that was her just freestyling. With, um, just, just so that they could feel each other out, her and the band. That was so cool. Yeah. And, you know, it was even amazing, um, so, like, mm, a couple of dates, so I made all the flyers. Mm -hmm. I made each person, each person that's going to perform, including each band member, I made them their own separate flyer. It's amazing. I told you that. Yeah. So I used flowers for the spring and- It made me really excited. Okay very colorful we'll picture them so each person has their own you know marketing that they could do to their for their own you know um constituency right Mm -hmm. and so then I asked all of them to just go ahead and promote promote so um that they they really loved you know what I did with the flyer so that got them excited and then we had rehearsal at our rehearsal studio and they I mean, they just gelled and they were so, it was like, that was our first rehearsal and it, it sounded like just like a finished, ready to go live it show. It It was amazing. Amazing.
0: I mean, shout out to you too, because you, uh, you gave good imagery, like how your, your camera angle and stuff was. Oh, thank you. I love, they all had their own personality, but. Like, you would never think... It was like they were all in our own
3: world. Yeah. But they blended together so well. Like, it was amazing. It was amazing. And the thing is, so... The other day, Emily, who is on bass, Emily Rogers, shouts out to her. Shout out, Emily. She posted a picture that I took of our original band, which was called Yin, Y-I-N, for like, feminine energy, which was... The first iteration of our Women in Hip Hop band back in '09, when we first created the band, and they used to perform um, monthly. So we had the weekly No Misogyny open mic at the gallery. And then monthly, we would have our all-woman band. And it's kind of like The Roots, you know? It's better. And everyone would like come together and they would learn... All these um, original, you know, jazz and soul and songs, which were samples from well-known hip-hop records, right? Yeah. And so they'd learn, you know, the grooves and they'd learn the basic, you know, the breaks and the basic parts of the the skeleton and, and, and template shell of the song. And then the MCs and stuff would come And, you know, would play. And then we would feature the band as well. So they would, you know, have their own music that they would do. So that iteration of the band was Aisha Ellis, who's our current musical director and also the drummer and percussionist. She also plays in the Black Women Rock Orchestra. She also plays in Molly Wop. Um, She teaches the young people. Um, Shouts out to Lil Bina, who played. In the band The Biz, which is the kids band that played at Dilly Youth Day and rocked it. Um, the family of, you know, two sisters and a brother. Um, and so, yeah, Aisha's just simply amazing. She's been my friend. We went to Northwestern High School together. She was in band back then. I was in dance. We used to see each other all the time just across the hall from each other. And we've just been... You know, friends ever since. And, uh, you know, dancing, doing arts. We were in the arts program I told you about as a kid, the one that the city used to do mm-hmm. called the Arts. Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out to Kim Weston and everyone that was involved with that. Shouts out to Ernie Rogers, who was Aisha's music teacher, who was part of the original Motown musicians that we love so dearly. Now it makes sense. R.I.P. Ernie Rogers. And so that's that whole Motown legacy, you know. Um, he taught and built so many famous musicians, including James Carter, amazing um, jazz saxophonist from Detroit Northwestern High School. So just wanted to give some of that because Aisha's out of that tradition. She's our musical director. So, um, I gave Aisha a list of like some of my favorite jazz tunes, some favorite samples, um, or some favorite jazz and soul songs that uh, you know, have been sampled before so that people have some recognizable stuff. She um looked up some music and has chosen some music, so it's a combination mm. of um going through that and then they're putting their own spin on it so going back to the original band um sarah rez who's going to be playing on guitar with us she was a part of that original yin band nice and so those three are part of that band so also currently we've got ashley nelson on violin and ashley is an amazing violinist. She's been a part of a few iterations of our band. She pl- She's played with us many times. Dilla Youth Day, she's taught with Urban Strings Youth Orchestra, taught many young people that played with Dilla Youth Day. She's played in various um, bands that I've organized. She's also a Black Women Rock Orchestra. She um, She's just super incredible. And then we've got Pamela Wise, amazing, legendary jazz pianist. Um, sometimes she sits with Straight Ahead, amazing, all woman Grammy Award-winning jazz um, band, um, legendary band. Sometimes she sits with them, but she's, she's a complete phenomenon on her own. Um, she's won the Kresge Award, just simply amazing musician, just her fluidity just her color her everything that she brings to the music to make it come alive mm. is so inspiring so incredible i'm just so honored and excited mm. that she's going to be a part of it and you only saw like a little bit of it right like what you saw that was just like a little taste they were just so freestyle is it so were you kind of serious about
0: us doing it next week I practice?
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. For sure, for let sure. You know. Yeah.
0: Let me, let me know if you need me to bring my briefcase full of lyrics
3: and bars. I, could, I mean, I shoot. That could, could be some uh, practice for them. I'm joking. Oh, I was like, shoot. You know me, I'll throw you up there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we do have a cypher part at the end. You know, and so... I mean, who else did I mention? Ah, so initially this, you know, these musicians, they've played with each other in various iterations and forms of bands. And so, inshallah, this will be our band. But like I said, the vision that I have is like kind of like a Wu-Tang mixed with the roots where it's like every person is actually their own. Boss, their own entity, like their own magic. You can feel that, right? And then when we come together, we do women in hip hop, like we're doing this thing as you know, as a family, as a group. And then they can go and be in other bands that they want to be in, do other music they want to do, solo projects, like so that no one's held up creatively or feels stuck or stagnant. You know, I love that. I feel like that'll allow them to flow more and be more happy when they're together. You know, when they're together, because they won't feel like oh god, right. Mm-hmm.
0: I like that it's cool
3: yeah and they're so amazing they'll be able to play anything and then they'll be interchangeable so that you know if we get gigs and and, and then they have gigs it's not like interfering you know yep and I mean no one's actually interchangeable in terms of like you know a hundred percent like you'll always have like a little different flavor but for the most part it'll be the essence of you know of what we're doing And, um, so I'm very excited about that. I've also been, uh, utilizing this time to come up with our membership model. Cause I've been thinking about like different, like, cause it's an organization, but like I said, it's an L3C, so it's also a business. And so while we do artist development, booking, um, you know, just really working to think like, how do we pay the bills and, and, you know keep the lights on and keep people fed and take care of folks and pay them a livable wage. And, you know, myself even, you know, so just looking at creating a membership model and thinking of what are the benefits that people would like to partake in, in terms of, you know, being a part of our organization. So we'll be revealing that I've been working on that with some strategists and things, And, um, and you know what else that we're going to bring Kelly and Rebecca back, but we're going to bring them on stage to have a conversation with me and Nina, because um, currently their book is under peer review by Jeff Chang of all people. Oh my God, you guys, if you do not know who Jeff Chang is, number one, look him up, but he's a culture creator, culture curator, um, culture keeper. He wrote the book "Can't Stop, Won't Stop." Like that's used in all type of universities um, around the culture of hip hop and the history. He is um, an aficionado and just really appreciates culture, art, um, and just just a really amazing um, culture icon, if you will. Yeah. Um, and so to have him be reviewing that book to see about our work. Do you understand how phenomenal that is? Like, I've been a fan of Jeff Chang, shoot, man, for a long time. Whether the the gallery, you know, endeavors, whether books, whether, you know, the sneaker things, the his commentary, his writings, his contributions to everything. I mean, he's just someone that I look to like, wow, like I really look – I want to say I look up to him, you know, I really appreciate what he's brought um, to the space of appreciating the culture and showing us how to appreciate our own culture and how to value it, you know. Um, And so, yeah, so that book is going to be being reviewed by him. That's awesome. It's also going to be in the library of universities. So it has a potential for folks to be able to use it as a teaching tool. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to like super be amazing. And so we'll have a conversation with Kelly and Rebecca on stage. And also I'm going to show about 25 minutes of the documentary that I've been working on about us and our work. I literally have years and years and years and years and years of so much footage. I could only imagine. But at this point, um, I've I've edited down to about 25 minutes. Um just to kind of give people a little snippet of what I want to enter into, you know, to get grants and enter into festivals and things because I would like to get the funding to do it as a feature length. I really think it's interesting as a feature length. I think it is too. So, um and it's necessary. I want to get the I want to get the funding for this. So, and then, you know, all this stuff is gearing us up to do our Women in Hip Hop conference and concert in November 2020. So, there's this, there's that. I'm just very excited. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be at the Charles H. Wright Museum. And um, I'm just, it's like, I can't really explain to you. We did, like, a launch last year. hmm And ever since then, I've just been working and working and working and working and grinding and grinding and grinding. And so now everything is at a point where, you know, we'll be actually able to, like, fully launch. Mm. You know what I mean? Yep. Last year was like, I'd say more like an awareness builder around what we do. And now we're able to, like, literally, like, you know, fly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what
0: you're saying. I've heard this will be my first year coming, and I've heard it's an amazing show from several people.
3: Oh man! No, for real. You know what's interesting? We, we this will be our first time actually charging because we've um. It's a minimal fee. It's a minimal fee. It's only ten bucks. Ten bucks, man. And normally it's free, you know. But um, this will be our first time. You know, we're going through public programs. And mostly everything they do is free, but the museum has a new um, CEO and new policies and things. And so, um, you know, we can't do like free programming because, you know, the museum needs to cover expenses like the staff that's going to be working that day, the electricity and everything that it would take to like run the museum. Right. You know, understood. Plus the theater lights and sound and people to run all that and, you know, everything else that's going to be open. And so, um, you know, charging a a nominal fee allows for uh, that to the museum to not um, I don't want to say lose money, but not have to, you know, not have any income. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's not hitting people over the head. You know, either it's still so it's still not. You can bring fee. the whole family. You can bring the entire family, and it's and you know it's a it's a it's a it's a fee that's comparable for a public program. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you get some education, you get some film, you get some dialogue, you get to you know you get to see this uh, incredible concert with this all woman band with an amazing feature, you know, legendary jazz pianist. As well as some DJing and, I mean, all the artists that are going to be a part of it, too. Book Brown. Book Brown is so incredible. I mean, people really need to look up Book Brown. Um, I'm
0: praying when I talk to Mahogany that she's going to be on the mixtape this year.
3: Book Brown, she's supposed to give us a um, a song. I hope so. Yeah, let's, um, I'll get on her. But, uh, yeah, Book Brown is just incredible, amazing lyricist, um so well respected, has songs with like so many artists that I love to listen to um and I mean, her lyrical ability and agility and talent and is just so wonderful, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. like she's got that like smooth, jazzy vibe with incredible lyrics. You know, she's she's definitely a lyricist, she's definitely a spitter, you know, and she keeps her own unique sensibility about herself. This like cool out, laid back type, you know, intelligentsia that's on like a whole nother level mentally, spiritually. She like takes you on a journey, some galactic journey, you know. Um, so she's our headliner. Looking and for the, I'm <clears throat> looking for the link right now for the tickets. Yeah. So the tickets are on the museum website. It's um the dot org forward slash events, and then you just look up the month. You know, so you look up the date. So it's March the third. So as soon as you go there, you go to March the third. You'll see Women in Hip Hop or We Found Hip Hop Culture as Capital. Um, even even the title.
0: I mean the I can't even believe. I feel horrible. What that the tickets are only 10 freaking dollars?
3: Well, it's because it's a public I program, get it. public, public, you know. We don't want to hit people over the head. I'm just saying, the music mm-hmm. is a is state of the art, state of the art for 10 bucks. I know. Listen, what did most deaf say? Um, you got to get our rookie card now because after this year, the price ain't going down, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so there's that. Oh, listen, Dorothea is environmental justice activist um, and a mother and just super incredible millennial. <laughs> and <laughs> she's a poet. She's going to be doing an amazing piece. Princess As uh, an MC, Did a great song about being from 48217, being poisoned by Marathon. We played her song, You're Killing Me, on our mixtape. And you've heard it on this podcast. We've played it many times on this podcast. Um, She's going to be performing that song. You've got, um, you know, and and like sharing her story. You've got Sanasu, incredible poet. She's so earthy, you know, and just, I just love her energy, and she's gonna be on there, you know, just sharing some cool out vibes. And we got remember Alex in Wonderland. Of course, I remember. Came her. on our podcast. She's so, so dope. Fun. yeah, and so colorful I love her. and exciting. Great she got MC. bars, so such great bars. Energy too, right? So she's gonna be on the show, doing her thing. And I'm just, and then we'll have a cipher at the end, You're so calling me out. The band is gonna play and people will be able to go up there and, like, rhyme with the band. Oh, and remember Frankie P? Yeah,
0: she said she was going to... I talked to her. Shout out to Frankie. I talked to yeah. her Monday. She said she was going to send send a trap.
3: Yeah. Well, she's going to be on the show. She's off. She. So, we went to...
0: Spread love. What was that last week on Valentine's Day for that event? M- monkey Bars. Monkey Bars. Mm
3: hmm. Shout out to Monkey Bars. It was. Yeah, we had. Remember we had Mixo and all that?
0: <sighs> yes. Frankie was my favorite performer of the night. She's great, right? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Miss Corona. Of course, Miss Corona. Miss so. Corona
3: did her thing, right?
0: Man. I
3: love. Miss Corona. I love. Isn't she incredible? So, you know, Miss Corona is one of the original. Co-founders co- with me of Foundational Women in Hip Hop, along with Invincible. So shout out!
0: Uh, I had a. I'm just so looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. This is
3: gonna be fun. This is gonna be incredible. Also, too. So, Frankie P. I yeah. found Frankie. Well, I shouldn't say I found. I came in contact with Frankie at um, Dime, at Dilla Day. Last year. So Dilla Day um, came after Dilla Youth Day last year. Um, Bet through it. And he was doing it at Dime. And I I was like, um, I was asking around about um, like different women in hip hop performers to come be in a cypher. Cause I was like, we're going to have a cipher and, you know, I'm looking for different women that want to jump in the cipher. Cause dudes always want to jump in the cipher, but I want to make sure that we leave some space for women and, you know, if people could reach out to different women. And one of the people that was there, which I don't remember even at this time who told me, but somebody was like, do you know Frankie? And I was like, not at all. And like Frankie was working the bar. What? And they brought me over to Frankie at the bar. And I went to Frankie and I said, I heard you're an MC. And she was like, Yeah. And I was like, um, you know, I'm looking for MCs and want to jump in the cipher. And she was like, I'm with it. I said, Okay. So ended up last year when we did our show, she came and jumped in the cipher. And like destroyed it, and everybody there was like, "Who was that?" And not only did she have bars, but she just was just amazing. She had the whole thing. She's electric. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "When I have my next show, I want to put you on the show." And um, and shout know, out to Swank her band. Shout out to Swank her band. And when when you know we were you know moving forward. I'm like, okay. Um putting this show together, the one that's coming up. And had, you know, was thinking about who to have, who to have. And I reached out to Sanaa, because I wanted Sanaa to perform. And Sanaa was like, Did you talk to Frankie? And I was like, Frankie. You know? So, um, when a monkey bars, when Mixo was like, Yo, Pipe, I wanna do all woman show for Valentine's Day, and um, you got some people, so I recommend it. Um, Meekism, who will probably bring on here, is a woman music producer, super amazing. Um, Is that
0: the is that the lady, young lady, who was like, "I hear my beats, and now I gotta go to work." Yeah. Oh my
3: god. Yeah, Meekism. Shout out to Meekism because you were amazing, Shorty. Yeah, and so Meekism. So I, I I I was like, okay, you gotta have Meekism. I put him on Frankie, and um, I mean, he knew Ellie, but I, you know, suggested Ellie, you know, I was like, I was like, Ellie, um, you know, so I handed him, like, a, a, a nice, like, hefty list of people to reach out to, and he did, and he put them on the show, and then when we went and saw Frankie, though, like, that Frankie was different than that Frankie that jumped on the open mic, which is, you know, should be. You know what I mean, but that Frankie we saw just a Valentine's Day, she killed it, didn't she? I'm I'm just listen. I I know the cipher mode, and I get
0: it, but that was everything I needed. Yeah, that band she she brought it out of she she was in her pocket. Like you know how they say about a quarterback that I mm-hmm. mean they stay in the, they stay in the pocket. She mm-hmm. was in the pocket. Mm-hmm. I loved it. She she had a
3: goal and she accomplished it. Mm. I'm just. She did her thing at Monkey Bars, and I'm excited. She's about to rip it, you know (laughs) what I'm saying, on March the 3rd. Tear it down. Yeah. So I'm just really excited. I'm so excited. I am too. I just can't wait. And you know what's crazy? I posted the band rehearsal, which was simply Joy Tiffany and the band just, like, feeling each other out, just, like, completely freestyling. It's not even the music they're going to be doing. And people were like, I'm buying my ticket. Should have been. Listen, when they see what is even in store for them, when, when they see what the band has planned for them, enjoy Tiffany, like, oh. Can I, you go to the museum and get tickets at the museum? Yeah. Okay. You could definitely get tickets at the museum. You could definitely get them on the day of. Um, we're I just suggest, encouraging I folks suggest, to get tickets
0: at time. I'm going to stop by and grab mine because I'm not about this registration life.
3: That's hilarious You're funny for that
0: But No I'm trying to get five And It's making me fill out like Registration names for
3: Oh uh, So that they Because When People You know Show up They want to Be able to make sure That they oh, have a seat Oh yeah, yeah 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 Okay okay You know what I'm saying Want to make, so, make sure That they, that, that is their seat And not just like Some random person Well I guess I just gotta find The people ahead of time That I wanna get my tickets to that would be a good idea. You know, I mean, you could buy the tickets on a day of, you know, if that's what you want to do. But I definitely suggest buying tickets ahead of time. I'm not trying to be out there bold, asking for a favor. Right. Even though I know I'm going to get it. Let me in. Let me <laughs> in. you oh. right, right, right. Pipe, let me in. Pipe. I know. Damn, like a fiend outside. I know, I know. And then the mixtape. What's up? Oh, my gosh. So, tomorrow, wait. No, we got two more days. Friday, well, Friday. by the time this comes out, it's gonna be Thursday, the twenty first. We gonna have one more day. We we'll have one more day, Friday, the twenty second. Is a deadline for folks. To, Twelve a.m., ladies. Yeah, to get all to get your to submit your song to be on the mixtape, and you gotta go to the website to check the submission guidelines, which is wefoundhiphop.com dot com forward slash mixtape submission or just
0: email me Brit at com. alex a l e x m b i t at gmail or britney at com. just send me an entry if you don't want to do that just send me the link
3: yeah it's gonna i'm excited i am too so the mixtape is gonna be our third mixtape
0: Beautiful,
3: yeah, yay! Music to put on the podcast. Oh my god, yeah! Not only that, but that has some fire joints. Oh my god, um Miss Corona gave me a song. It's beautiful. I'm very excited about that. It's really good, and it's not on anything else. So I, I'm honored. I'm hoping I get my record from Frankie, so I can be like, I got
0: my record from Frankie.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, it's gonna be so cool. Oh my god, it's gonna be so cool. I'm so excited. Make that too yeah so what's going on in Pipes World for me um I'm mostly working on this and then the business plan for this because you know immediately after the third um I gotta start working on the magazine cause I'm doing the launch in September right the the sustainable fashion magazine
0: where we having a party that's what I care about
3: Mm, yeah gotta get that going so we gotta get that going, right? Yeah. It, it, it'll It'll be it'll be happening. So we gotta get on that, okay. and then we're and then what is it? The twenty fourth to the twenty eighth, we got on in October. We're gonna have the cultural festival for Detroit is different, right? Yes. That's gonna be exciting. You, uh, we'll have like more details about that. Yeah, we're trying
0: all the different podcasters. Shout out to all the other podcasters, Unicorns, Josh. Black coffee, t- titties and tacos. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, we're trying to each pod. Each podcast is supposed to give you guys a huge insight on who we are, but it's supposed to be super cool. I don't know what that means yet, but I'm it's going to be cool. It's going to be great. It's, it's going to be
3: great. amazing. Yeah, Culture it's going to be fast. food. We're going to have food. Mm. Are you going to do the food? Pizza? I and- will do some pizza. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Black girl pizza. Black girl pizza is awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Because black people follow the rules. So I'm not gonna disrespect Italian recipes.
3: That's funny. <laughs> so you're not gonna have um Kentucky fried chicken. Nah, I ain't <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna confuse it. Oh, I'm yeah, just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna have black people on the wall. Black women. I'm gonna have a black woman
0: section section. That's dope. It's gonna be cool.
3: That's so dope. So dope. Yeah, so I mean, for me, honestly, um there's some more activism stuff, but I'm waiting to hear back about confirmations. So I may be traveling in March Piper. a couple of times, and I might be traveling in April. But I got to wait for the confirmations. I don't want to blow up the spot on a podcast <laughs> before I get my plane tickets. Speaking into existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, speaking into existence. So, yeah. I mean, and other than that... um, just really concentrate on like moving all this stuff super forward, you know. And I still, I still was really trying to. I am still, oh my, god really trying to figure out this retreat. Like, I gotta find a sponsor or something because I really want to do this retreat in Idaho. You know,
0: we should do it. That would be amazing.
3: I really want to. It's all contingent upon getting financing to make sure that it happens. You know, I can. I can help
0: put that together. Yeah. Um, so I just got this, like, vision of the band. Mm-hmm. And, like, having Cypher Nights mm-hmm. at a location with them. That would be
3: incredible, but we got to pay them. Uh-huh. And just be like, oh, come out. Have a live band for free. No, no. That will uh, be an entry fee. Yeah, I don't think entry fee, you know, entry fee doesn't really cover the band. I mean, not for them to, like, make enough so for to it to be not worth out. it for them to come out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like gas money, their energy time, like what's it worth? Like, you know, so, and I'm, I'm saying that coming off the heels of doing a weekly, no misogyny, very super successful open mic. It's just, it's a lot of work to promote. It's a lot of work to make sure that it I could see that. benefits everyone. And, You know, it has to benefit people other than just, like, having fun, which sounds incredible, but after a while, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're spending gas money, you're spending your time, spending energy, and you're doing this professionally, and it's like, where is this leading? Like, where is this going? You know? Yeah. Although practicing all the time is always good. Um, just
0: so unique. They're like more better blues.
3: Yeah. Yeah, we just—we got to find— sponsorship like we need funding like we need we need support we need patrons you know what I'm saying to like make sure that these things can happen because we want to make sure that musicians are compensated fairly for their their time and you know them expending themselves to like come out yeah you know what I'm saying and you know it is a profession we want to make sure that people are treated fairly and you know just Paid a livable wage to be able to do what it is that they do. Um, And it's more or less because spending energy, you know, after a while, it becomes taxing. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have things to do in the morning or kids or other responsibilities, you know, it is cool to be able to come out and have fun. And after a while, it becomes taxing and it becomes extractive. And we want to make sure that, you know, it's not extractive. And we want to make sure that including the fund that people are being reinvested into. You know what I'm saying? And 100%. Yeah, because it's a lot. It's a lot, it's a lot, it's a lot. And especially, you know, utilizing space, because that's like lights and gas and, you know, all of the expenses that go along with just being able to have you know an open mic or just being able to have a band or just being able to have an event i mean paying a dj a decent wage like paying a host something decent for it to be worth it for them to come out and get you know trying to get that from the door you'd have to charge a hefty door fee you know what i mean what 20 bucks covered just curious. I mean, it Without depends asking on how, how much many. To pay <laughs> I mean, it depends on how many 20 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It depends how many 20 bucks. Like, if 20 bucks and only 50 people fit in the space, no. 20 bucks and 100 people fit in the space, mm, barely. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, barely. Because, you know, people have other things they have to do, other obligations. Um, And it's like a two-way thing, right? So you want to make sure that artists are covered and compensated and that it's worth it for their time to come out. And at the same time, you want to make sure that people that come out and spend their money are getting a quality for the money they spend a quality experience for the money they spend. So you want a great music, you want to hear great music, then, you know, the the people who are great, they got a certain fee that they're going to charge you. And if you're trying to get that off the door, you know, that's either going to be, like I said, hefty door fee or a whole bunch of people. So... You know, for me, moving forward, everything has to be, like, fair and reasonable and balanced. Um, Yes. Because I know what people have to go through to get to an open mic or what they have to sacrifice in order to be a part of an open mic. Um, The, you know, having been a venue owner and, and, you know, uh, what the venue owner has to endure in order to be able to be open for like one evening you know because insurance needs to be covered you know what i'm saying you got to make sure that people are safe so you have to have some some level of security and you know those are basics you know what i'm saying you want to make sure that maybe there's some food or something to drink like that stuff costs money yeah like
0: when the Valentine's event, monkey bars, mm-hmm. how did they do all that food?
3: The guy, Walter, shouts out to Walter Lacey. He's part of the hip hop community. He used to be a part of um, hip hop Congress at U of M. He's actually, he actually cooks and he's a cook and he's a part of hip hop community. And so it's a win win you know he has a business making food and so it supports his business as well you know what i mean
0: it was amazing the salad was so good
3: yeah but i mean even even something simple like that when you have people you know make food mhm you got to pay for their business license them to have a food handlers you know and a and a permit and a permit to have food a permit to sell food if you want to have liquor you got to pay for that for the evening you know if you're not at a venue that, you know, uh, has a bar, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So there's all these different expenses. So when people say, which is like on a whole nother level, when people say, um, oh, you know, we want to raise money, you should have an event. The first thing I think of in having an event is is a list of expenses that is going to cost to like just even have an event. I mean, even to have live entertainment, right, or to have, um, you know, a DJ. Like, don't assume that the band and the DJ are going to bring all their equipment and all their backline. If you have, you might have a DJ and they might be willing to come do the event for free, but then they're not trying to bring all their equipment or a PA system. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like, if they do doing you a favor, like, you got to have a PA system and you got to have the, you know, the DJ rig. And then you don't want to, if you want to have a great event, you can't have a janky PA system and how your speaker sounded crazy, you know what I'm saying? And then if you have a band, you know, you, you need to have backline and you need to have a live sound person with them to make sure they sound good, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, possibly lighting, you know what I mean? So there's all these little things that make your event even more special and more incredible and... The less of those things that you have, the more janky your event looks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when people say, oh, you ain't got to, you know, do all that. It's just this, it's just that. When you go into a venue that has all those things, then you have to consider that well, even if those things come with the venue, you have to consider that those are still expenses. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, when you go into a venue that doesn't have those things, then you have to consider, you know who you're renting from and what's the quality level of what you're getting and renting from because, you know, that's going to determine how your show looks, how your show sounds, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just, uh, just, just like I said, whenever, whenever, you know, people say, oh, you want to do the open mic again? I just think of all the list of expenses it is just to do a basic Simple open mic. Everybody's
0: just thinking about people. Like you said, having fun. Mm-hmm.
3: And, then when, and then to have the quality of... To have the quality level of musicians, they're not going to want to play as some janky BS. Just being honest with you. They're going to... You know, you have, uh, cer- you have a certain quality a certain line there. Well, you have a certain quality level of musician... They're going to be used to having like a certain sound quality, a certain lighting, just as like a certain production level that they're going to be used to. And so if you're, you know, you're even if you're just trying to have an open mic, if you just want to have great musicians, they're not going to want to come to something where this where they're just not going to sound great. You know, what I mean? I got mean? that. Yeah, yeah, I got
0: that. I got that.
3: Or else they'll be upset with you and then they won't ever want to do stuff with you. And then but gonna,
0: if they got good sound quality, what they, play, they play in list? a hut to, uh, selling chicken wings and french fry meals? As long as the crowd is nice and thick, they get their vibe. Well, in, make for a musicians, it's
3: about the sound.
0: As long as they got their sound, they good.
3: Not just the sound. Um, Not just the sound as in as easy Possibly the lighting. Lighting, okay. You know, sound, lighting, um, safety. Because they've got gear, you know, they want to make sure when they walk into their car and anybody going to do whatever, you know, that they're pretty cool. Um, That's that's not prima donna. You said that's the basis. That's not prima donna stuff. And that the crowd is going to appreciate them. Yeah. You know, that it's not going to be, you know, a crowd that's like, you know, not there to clap and sing and do their thing. Because like, (laughs) yeah, if you, you know, for that, you know, they want to get paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, there's all these different, you know, factors. And then also, too, they'll be concerned about who else is on the bill or, or, or playing with them or in, in the house. So if it's a type of thing where it's going to be, you know, people that are in the audience that are going to be able to hire them for, you know, quality gigs or, you know, higher paying gigs, then... You know, or industry folks, then for them, that's going to be worth it. If it's going to be a room full of working class people who really are coming to be entertained, then there may not be future opportunities for those folks to support that musician other than purchasing a music right then and there or purchasing a merchandise right then and there. That's so, true. That's gonna be a thing where they're looking at it like, mm, as in, musicians are gonna be like, "Nah, I need my money, you know. Um, I need my full money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah. So it all—all all things are dependent upon, you know, other things. You know what I'm saying? So that's how these—that's how these things go. I got it. The nature of the business.
0: Well, got me over here in my feelings, cause. Those videos were amazing, weren't they?
3: I caught the Holy Ghost, yeah, I mean, this is the thing um when um a musician and a vocalist or artist or m c when that spiritual like combination happens where the magic of the musicians coming together um with the front people coming together with you know. With the sound quality being there, with the lighting being there, with all those magical things, you know, being there. That's where the sweet spot is. You know what I'm saying? And that's that magic that grows and grows and grows. And when you see fill in the blank with your favorite artist, just know that that artist has been through an iteration of those combinations of factors to get to the point where they are right there so when you go you know see them at this arena or this theater or whatever and you're paying that ticket price just know that that hefty ticket price is paying for that venue the staff at the venue you know, the popcorn that's stocked, mm. the nachos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, in addition to their backline, their lighting, their gear, the this or that, like, just know that all that stuff that's there to give you that tingly feeling, you know, is is all things that are, you know, line items in the budget. <laughs> and that's just, you know, that's the way I kind of look at You know, putting productions and things together. Like, how do we, you know, how do we get this done so that everyone's safe and everything's secure? I'm going to give you an example. I'm listening. There's a, you know, a really famous example that I always give. Do you know what happened to Curtis Mayfield? No. No? Okay. So some years ago... Curtis Mayfield was asked to do a free um, concert at a festival. And, well, he was asked to perform for free at a festival. Something happened because they had a free festival. They did, were they, because they asked him to perform for free. And because they didn't have their P's and Q's all together. Um they hired like a janky rigging person or they hired a janky stage production company. And the stage, the outdoor stage production company or the producers of the event um, didn't hire professionals or union people or people who understand about regulations. And they rigged up some lightning and some, and some fly-ins and things and some, uh, they rigged some, some heavy gear on a truss. And they, because they were not union and because they didn't follow regulations and because it was whatever, it was top heavy and the conditions, um, under which they, uh, didn't have the weight distributed, properly the trust fell with the lighting with the whole situation oh my god on top of him it paralyzed him and he became paralyzed for life and he died later i didn't realize that's how he got paralyzed that's how he got paralyzed doing a festival for free what so i always have that memory of why it's important to to do things properly when you're especially you know, outdoor festivals, when you're doing things yourself, when you're doing productions, it's important to have insurance, it's important to have agreements in place, you know? Yes. Because of little things like that. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or even even I'm not gonna name any any anyone in particular, but people know who I'm talking about. There was a certain famous concert that took place here in Detroit some years ago at a certain reputable theater. And there were some famous world renowned artists that were scheduled to perform on the marquee. Tickets were purchased. The house was full and five minutes before these people were supposed to perform, the the they went on to Twitter and started talking junk about the promoter saying they don't do this kind of business and that kind of business, and that's why they're not going to perform. And all of these thousands of tickets were sold to see this concert. And both of the headline performers, because one told the other one, And then they both went together and then both of them decided they were not going to perform. Mind you, because of the way that it was organized, there wasn't a proper agreement in place. It was all based on relationships and word of mouth. And so there was no way to like hold them accountable. That's not the way business should be done. Not at all. But that's the way it was done. And everyone lost money, everyone lost credibility, and it was like super ugly. And so I'm saying that to say that a lot of people say, you know, things like, well, I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to do that because they think that a lot of these things are unnecessary expenses or waste of time or they don't want to do it that way. But in real life, most of these things are in place So that you can have a great event, Mm. so that the artist is protected, so that the audience is safe, so that the artist is safe, so that the people working the event are safe, so that, you know, if anything does happen, there's a way to, like, hold folks accountable. So it's just interesting to me, you know, when people um, say, oh, we're just going to do... This event and we're going to, you know, we're going to have this event and it's gonna, we're going to make all this money. People don't even understand that, you know, the amount of money that goes into just producing even a small event. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even a small I threw, event. I threw my friend a bridal shower. It was
0: 40 people and I was freaking out.
3: Mm hmm. Do you not know? I
0: put my soul into that. event. I believe it. And I was like, wow, I need a break. Like, I took, like, two months off of doing anything. So, I could not imagine, like, having to
3: do worry about a band, security. Oh, my God. That's Weddings what? in general. Weddings are a nightmare. I mean, from a production standpoint. Oh, my God. You don't get another chance. It's not like, it's not even like a show. It is a show. But it's not like a. Especially depending on the bride you don't get a second chance. Like you get married and, and you mess up somebody's and wedding. the person
0: that you can tell that they actually like really care. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're putting everything into their wedding, so you're like, wow, I have to put everything into their wedding too. Well, yeah, to
3: get married. Well, you
0: know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. the nervousness you wanna do good, you don't want to mess up. That's
3: what I'm saying. I mean you can't <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I mean you 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 can, but I just mean there's no room for error. It really isn't. It's not like you're about to do it again. Oh, when we get married next week again. You I'm going to do it better. Right. <laughs> you know. It's a um, one-time shot. That's so true. Yeah. That's that's, what, so that's the thing that's makes me nervous about photographing weddings. It's like, oh, you don't want to miss none of those shots. You know, but. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. You got to catch everything. You got to catch them eating the cake right. Mm-hmm. You got to catch the first dance right. I'm walking in, right? That's what continuous is for. The continuous mode. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's for. Nah, I'm with you. One of them is good. <laughs> <laughs> One of them is
0: perfect. You know? Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. As long as your settings are all right. Can I bring the elephant in the room of the week, the month? Uh-oh. What? You like the shot Empire? You watch
3: your empire? Oh, Lord. Listen.
0: I gotta know. Please. Have you seen all the memes? I haven't seen anything. Oh my God. I don't even know what really happened besides
3: I saw him say, I'm the gay Tupac. Girl, first of all, I um, it's lame. terrible that he really gave white supremacists ammunition. Not good. I think he was really trying to sell his song. He was trying to promote his music. I think what happened is his PR team came up with this whole thing and it backfired and it didn't go well. It makes me shiver. And people didn't do, because the two dudes were like singing like canaries. So it's like the Rihanna (laughs) Chris Brown thing, you know? So I have some friends in the industry who told me, That the Rihanna Chris Brown thing happened because Rihanna and Chris Brown had broken up. But because both of their publicists thought it would be a great idea for them to go to the Grammys together. That as a fairy tale kind of Cinderella type of thing in the same car because he had just gotten his driver's license. And so they wanted to do this whole Kind of teeny bopper love thing Where he got his driver's license And he picked her up and all of that However He decided That because they were broken up It was cool for him to bring His new girlfriend with him So He made the New girlfriend sit in the back seat And Rihanna I've never heard this version And that's where you put two teenagers in the car together who are dealing with a breakup, no adults, and all this money and power and their publicists telling them that they've got to do this thing. And it just exploded and backfired. Um, you know, I mean... Add to it that he beat Rihanna up, and he has some emotional issues, and he needs therapy. There's that. On top of that, um, you know, the publicists didn't accept responsibility for it. Rihanna ended up being the one that had to take the brunt, just like Janet Jackson did for her breasts hanging out at the Super Bowl. And it just ended up being like really super terrible. So all these things, all these like PR stunts that like backfire is because people don't think the whole thing through. And they use negativity to to sell. They use all this negativity to make sales. And it just backfired. Just be, that, that's, my, that's, my, that's my thoughts, you know? It's it's hard to sell a record. It's hard to, you know, make people care um, about anything, right? It's, you know, there's so much media, so much, there's so much that, you know, no one cares. No one cares. You know what I mean? So people, you know, they use the controversy to sell these, to sell this music and to sell their image. it's pretty much solidified that it was fake. Yeah. Yeah, it was fake. I mean, yeah, it was fake. I mean, that's not the question, you know. Yeah, I mean, it just sucks. Like I said, he gave the white supremacists some ammunition. He gave people, you know, that are homophobic ammunition. It's just, it was just a bad look, you know, all around. I mean, his PR team should have came up with a whole nother or they should have thought this all the way through and came up with another plan or I mean I don't agree with this but let's just let's just run with the idea that the PR team you know came up with this dumb plan okay you're rolling with this dumb plan it backfires they their recovery to do you know um damage control they weren't they weren't timely enough in all honesty once immediately when it started being you know kind of questionable and found out he should have just come out immediately and I want to say like tell the truth because I think at that point it could have been a little bit salvaged but I think the fact that it it I think the fact that it lasted so long and the fact that so many people were caping for him that it made them look like they don't do their fact checking and it made them look, you know, non-credible, which sucks. And it diminished. I don't want to say that it diminished the work of um that people have been doing you know but i know what you mean it but it it kind of it gave folks ammunition to it's kind of a hurdle dismissive. it's a little bit of a hurdle yeah it's a learning lesson like yeah, yeah it gave folks ammunition to be dismissive you know um and yeah and and that's problematic and harmful you know what i'm saying super harmful because people are being attacked people are being harmed and so, to cry wolf is really damaging to people that are really out here, really dealing with stuff and really trying to move the needle. So that's what I that's 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 what I got for it. I think that's light enough. It really
0: to even, even go any deeper. It's, mm-hmm. it's like too much. Yeah, <laughs> you
3: know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesse. I know. I hope. He can recover from this. The best way to recover is to, for his publicist, is to hurry up and get him on Saturday Night Live and him do a skit making fun of himself. Then all will be forgiven. And he can keep it moving. That's what I think. But I don't know. <sighs> I don't know either. Mm-hmm. So just lay low, buddy. Yeah. So I don't know. You all talked out? You ready to go? I'm, with, I'm whatever. I know. Brittany, listen, we normally record on Tuesdays, but Brittany had an amazing opportunity to film on Tuesday. I saw Baba Malik. You saw
0: Baba Malik? Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of people miss Hadley Moore. I wanted to be like, do you want to come on the podcast? You know, favorite.
3: Yeah. So tell tell us real quick before we go about what you did. Or can you? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was at the Sacred Heart activity right there in Eastern Market. Mm-hmm. Mama Shoshana and the Malcolm X Grassroot, they threw a event um a Black History Month event that was kind of uh uplifting her brother um Ache and Cha- then, Chokwe La Mumba. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then also Malcolm X. It was really, really, really nice. It was more so... uh, Last year, it was more so like a... It was more of a tailored to a political event because it was like around that time. Mm -hmm. Um, You mean electoral politics. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so uh, this year was more so like a jam session. So it was like a lot of good poetry. There were a few poets. Uh, There was uh, Baba Malik and another... Gentleman, I can't think of his name. He was in the dramatics. They were an amazing duo together. Mm-hmm. Um, the A drummer that you introduced me to through being here at the incubator space, he was there with his father, and they were drumming together. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And then there was a chef there, and he made two different types of chicken. He had cornbread. He had navy bean soup and rice. And it was just like a community event. There was like uh, an African marketplace where, you know, it's just – a lot of different vendors. Um, it was really nice. A lot of people came out. It was a really good turnout. And we jammed all night with each other. And I met a lot of different people. Bought some cool stuff. And yeah, it was fun. It was a really nice event. That's dope. I saw Joe there. Joe did the sound there.
3: Joe Black. Yeah,
0: shout out to Joe Black. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool. It's just people that I've run into through being here at the incubator space and mm-hmm. talking to them about things and... Promoting things. And so it was kind of cool to be in that space. So I'll do anything for Mama Shoshana. I don't know what I would do without her. I love her. I love the fire in her and mm. the balance of that sweet, too. So
3: mm. I love her. Oh, Shout out Mama Shoshana. We love yeah, you. Love you a lot. Yeah. And what's interesting, Baba Darrow from EMIAC, East Michigan Environmental Action Council, is actually in Jackson right now, mm. working with Cooperation Jackson, which was Chokwe Lumumba's, you know, the org. Um mm-hmm. that helped help, you know, get him elected and all that. And shouts out to his son, her nephew. Yes, who's the current mayor of Jackson.
0: They're doing a lot of powerful things. Mm-hmm. A lot of powerful things. and have been for a while. hmm So mm-hmm. yeah. Big up big up to them for real.
3: Yeah. Shout out to mommy Shoshana. Does yeah. She, uh I wish we could get her on here. We can. Okay. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. She so. got a lot to share
0: we got a lot coming up we're gonna uh next week we're gonna be live but next week i kind of want to since it'll be the last you know week of the black history month i want to do a couple shout outs to a couple different uh figures okay and i do it like that maybe do since we're gonna be in a musical space do some on some uh on some women women musicians
3: okay that'll be wonderful yeah I'm really 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 excited. The year started out so well. I think so Piper. Um and yeah, the year started out like super well. Um wanted to just remind people to go onto social media for Detroit is different and also to Piper Carter and you can go to detroitisdifferent.com. You can also go to um we found hiphop.com, and uh you can go to Piper Carter's studio. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, you know, look at the websites and, you know, give some feedback for what you hear on the podcast. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Go to the social media. Like, reach out to us. Like, talk to us. We want to know what's going on. Yeah. I just told you guys, I have 10 tickets to uh the event. Well, I'm going to have 10 tickets
0: by the end of the week, so... No, you guys send it. Gonna... Send an email.
3: Get What's a, your email, get Brittany? Ticket. Brittany at Detroit is Different dot com. Okay, email
0: me for a ticket,
3: guys. Mine wanna... is a Piper at Detroit is dot com. So yeah, hit us up. Let us know. You know what you think about this podcast. I've gotten so many great, uh, so much great feedback from the podcast. People That's are so listening. good. They love it. There's lots of people listening everywhere. We're
0: just having fun, guys. We're having fun. Yeah. Talking about some serious stuff,
3: but always having fun. Yeah, always having fun. Oh, and you know what? What's that? I feel like I never, maybe I did on the last podcast, but just in case I didn't, congratulations to um, Cardi B. Shout out Cardi Yeah we talked about Cardi We did Okay she, she won um, Best Rap album <laughs>
0: That conversation Was so funny last
3: week Yeah <laughs> but, uh, but you know Just had to give her that again Because I've been seeing A lot of memes on there People giving her a hard time And let's just acknowledge That the Grammys Is about record sales And she did that So let's give it to her
0: Let's you know give it I to say? her
3: Yeah and, uh, We love you Cardi back. Yeah we love you Cardi You're your own self yeah, you know that authenticity. So that's what's up. I ain't mad at Cardi. I, I ain't mad at
0: none of this. So big year in hip hop It's women. Big year. That's in why hip-hop. you guys got to come to the show. It's so good. Come big. to the
3: show. Okay, so Charles H. Wright, March third. Doors are at one. The you know we got DJ Hainso. We got two p.m. Showing the documentary. We got two thirty. We're doing a conversation with Dr. Kelly Hay. Dr. Rebecca Ferrugia discussing their upcoming book, which is research about our work doing women in hip hop. We got 3:30: the concert, women in hip hop, all woman band featuring Aisha Ellis on drums, our musical director, Pamela Wise, legendary jazz pianist, Kresge award-winning. Sarah Rez on guitar, Emily Rogers on bass, Ashley Nelson on violin, and we've got Boog Brown as our headliner. Oh my God, I'm so excited! Joy Tiffany, amazing vocalist, Sanasu, great poet, Dorothea Enrique, <laughs> amazing poet and environmental justice activist princess cover girl taylor yeah incredible mc from 48217 and alex in wonderland you know great fun exciting mc this show frankie p frankie really really excited to have you on with us and um
0: yes yeah, so. oh and Brittany March as little mama just running up on the middle of the
3: stage. Hilarious. If you do that, I'ma trip you. <laughs> <laughs> In new indeed <laughs> concrete jeans are made. Hilarious. So yeah, hit us up. Uh, Piper Carter, Detroit is different.
1: Peace, please. The meaning the mind you ever wonder why you here now? Why the world's so small in this cosmic hemisphere? How the planets all connect with the sun? You better live life, you only get one. You choose the red pill or the blue pill. Life can't be a movie, man. I swear it's too real. I'm walking on a tight rope in the city of despair, trying to find hope. Here, dreams get killed and they die slow. Everybody walking around with their mind closed. But mine is open, call uh, it ajar jar. I shine light, call me a star I'm from a whole different constellation It's the journey, not the destination Some call it
2: music Some call it, music. Some call it thinking Some call it thinking Come for me, do it Come for me, do Play for my speakers Play for my speakers Let it vibe, let it ride, let it clean your mind As you play off the tracks, just rewind the back.
1: Let it vibe,
2: let it ride, uh, let it clean your mind As Listen, you track, listen Past bad decisions, I'm feeling. Change more I'm losing than I will win it. Off the time scene, grinning, laughing and indivisions Time pass, days move like minutes. Lemonade and dry gin, hotter than July. Clear my mind thoughts from my third eye. From the side seat, double when cry. As I take my last sip in my ice, dry. Taking spirits and spiritual. Blessing bottles, taking shots, that's ritual. Think you know me because we met in the physical? With my body just a vessel till I'm a ghost. Memory brought back and travel over my drift off captains and Coca-Cola. I don't understand much and I'm little knowing As I seek out beauty in what I'm beholding. Something is settling, something is better. And I feel both are irrelevant. Just if I much through intelligent, what you don't know and don't share, that's negative. Some, some call it music. Some call it thinking. Some call it thinking. Come for me doing. Come for me doing. Play for my speakers. Play for my speakers. Let it ride, let it ride,
1: let it ride. My expression
2: is rap, use music, a canvas to have.
1: Some call it thinking.
2: Get to travel my thoughts. Talk slick, use verbs and bars. Come from me doing. Something that I feel, a dream for me is real. Like from my speakers. Cause I love the art, but getting heard what set me apart. Some call it music. The art of expression,
1: impressions like John Coltrane. Some
2: call it thinking.
1: Consciously creating everything from my
2: right brain. Come from me doing. Walking and talking, this mother's so special about it. Play for my speakers. I need it, I breathe it, I promise I can't
1: live without it.
2: Some call it music, some call it music, some call it thinking, some call it thinking. Come for me doing, come for me doing it. Play for my speakers, play for my speakers. Let it vibe it ride, let it, play your mind as you play out the
1: tracks, you wind it
2: back. Let it vibe it ride, let it, play your mind as you play out the tracks, you wind some it back. Some call it music, some call it music. Some calling thinking, some Come for me doing, come for me doing. Play for my speakers, play for my speakers. Let it vibe, let it ride, let it play
1: in your mind as you play out the tracks, you wind it back. Let it vibe, let it ride, let it play in your mind as you play out the tracks, you rewind it back.
0: Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.